All right, welcome back to the emergency goalies. A uh, little bit of stuff started happening this week. Um, we began with, well, training camp is finally underway. Uh, what do they call it? Phase two? Yeah. It's fully in effect. And um, the Blackhawks players finally got the chance to meet with the press talk to reporters so i guess i'll just start from there and i should add um stan bowman also spoke to reporters so i'll just ask you michael uh what happened this week to me nothing really out of the you know out of what was kind of expected uh everybody kind of uh said all the right things, sort of. You know, nobody was really uh, causing any ripples in the water or anything. It was just, you know, oh, we're happy to get back to work and looking forward to the playoffs. And, you know, you, you don't get many of these chances, so you want to take advantage of it when you can. And everybody was just trying, seemed like everybody was happy to get back to work, I guess. Um, you know, we'll obviously still lots and lots of questions and, timing of things is still a little off but uh yeah i mean it seemed like uh all the players were kind of uh happy to be back together and in case you were wondering stan bowman was very eager to say this was a playoff experience yeah not that you would be shocked that he wouldn't be trying to up his own image but you know trying to i got my team to the playoffs but well, I think I think some of it too is trying to motivate the players too to you know make sure that they take it, it the same way you know you yeah know. yeah but yeah it's you know we we all know what the score is here it's 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 not really the playoffs but it can quite easily turn into the playoffs so they got a good chance yes no um Stan Bowman gave some updates a couple things like. As we figured, Calvin DeHaan is, you know, in pretty good shape to play. They wouldn't say he was definitely going to play, but they were saying he'll be in pretty good shape when these uh, playing games start. Uh, right. They also, uh, Boquist recovered from his concussion, which you kind of figured. Uh, Zach Smith should be back. Well, uh, no, Kajula was Kajula is the one that's oh, going to be back. Kajula, I think Kajula. they said, yeah, they said Smith and Shaw were the yeah, ones. Kajula with the hand injury should be yeah. back. Yeah, Shaw, Smith, and Seabrook uh, are the ones where they said, uh, you know, there they really what really wasn't a timetable yeah. for any of them. They wouldn't explicitly, you know, Rule say anyone. they weren't going to play, but right. it didn't sound like they were going to play. Yeah, it sounds like those three are. Very much out of the picture for this year, but, you know, I suppose it's always possible where, you know, if the Hawks did end up going on some kind of decent length run that maybe one of those guys could could factor back in down the line. But for the I would say the chances of any of them playing in the in the play in or the first round are probably zero. And one thing that was a little bit surprising uh, based on what we talked about earlier, but it sounds like um, college free agents are not going to be able to right. play in this, which was a little bit of a surprise. 
Yeah, uh, they haven't completely ruled it out, but it seems like that's the direction the league is going to go. That none of the none of the new contracts that have been signed will be able to kick in for this year. So that will rule out even Ian Mitchell. But with Calvin DeHaan coming back, we kind of talked about it last week. I'm not sure Mitchell would have been able to crack the top six anyway. Um, I think the the Hawks D pairings are going to be pretty much set with Boquist coming back to play with Keith DeHaan probably matching up with Connor Murphy and then uh, Mata and Cuckoo were had formed a pretty solid third pairing uh, late in the year. And I would imagine that, that those two will stick together. So you add in those six and then Lucas Carlson played well enough down the stretch where I think he's solidified himself as the, the seventh guy. And yeah, I, I don't know that Mitchell would have really, um, factored in and not not a great situation to break into and you know as your first first uh uh nhl action so i i think they'll just you know regroup next next uh training camp with him and i do think that there is a good chance he could break into the top six uh for game one next next year um uh you know i think there is a chance uh olimata is either bought out or perhaps traded uh, Slater Cuckoo's a restricted free agent, um, you know, so there th- there's going to be some potential changes on the back end, and, and at that point, Mitchell might factor in. But yeah, I, I think we know who the seven defensemen for the Blackhawks are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I will add that Bowman, uh, Patrick Kane, talking to the reporters, and seemed, you know, which I'm sure is a common feeling among all these players. But he did voice um, a little bit of concern about coming back, that they were, you know, still negotiating, but with the health and safety effects. And he's just saying, you know, we want to play, but we're a yeah. little nervous about coming back and stuff. And it's a perfectly reasonable expectation for those guys to feel that. But I just thought I'd ask you a little bit about his comments and just... Yeah. In general with the players. I think until the final details are wrapped up and and until the players actually get a chance to see what the, the daily routines are gonna be and just how much interaction they're gonna have with each other and other you know, the other teams and and you know, the secondary personnel and that for on game days and then you know for you know even just the daily practices and stuff you know what are they doing to clean the facilities and all that just to make sure i my guess is once things kind of get going i i think most of the players will 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 gain a comfort level with it uh but it's uh yeah i no i don't think anybody's gonna be a hundred percent uh a hundred percent comfortable. And, you know, I, I would assume some of the guys with, uh, kids, it's going to be a little different too, compared to some of the ones without kids, that sort of thing. So, yeah, uh, it's, it's all on uncharted territory here. I I don't think anybody's gonna, I don't think anybody's gonna be super, super comfortable. Um, but it just is where it's just where we're at as a society at this point. Uh, there's just enough momentum, uh, happening where it's it seems like there's g- at least going to be an attempt to uh, open things back up here and in, in the near future and hockey's going to be a part of that and 
we're just going to have to see, you know, what the COVID numbers look like and whether or not this, uh, these opportunities are, are going to be something that, uh, is going to work out and, you know, it could also just lead to things getting shut back down. You know, we just don't know at this point. Yeah. It's just, as we keep saying on here, everything is, you know, tentative until it actually happens. Right. We've announced all this stuff, but, you know, until they're actually out there on the ice. Right. I'm a lot more, I'm a lot more certain that it's going to start back up. I'm yeah. still a little unsure if it's, if they're actually going to be able to finish what they, what they start out to do. I, it will, it will at least be attempted. Right. Yeah. It might not be finished. Right. Uh, that, that, that's where I think we've gotten to. It's, it's, it, it's going to start back up, but if another wave of COVID really comes through and there is any uh, spread of the virus through the league, I, I think at that point, a lot of the players will just say, no, we're not going to do this. And yeah, once you, yeah. and once you get a decent amount of players that say, no, we're not going to do it. You just, you, you're, you're just going to be forced to shut it down. No, that's true in all sports. I mean, if this gets going again, they're probably not going to be starting back up with this stuff. But, I mean, they'll not starting back up, but they'll shut it down. Right. You would think they'll shut it down if it starts up, you know. Yeah. I I, I think we'll get a, a, a pretty good idea uh, in the training camp environment. I, I, I definitely think that they will see how it goes there and if there's problems in that and during the training camp uh they'll try and be hopefully um you know just uh play it safe during during the year if if there's problem yeah if there's problems in training camp i i would hope that they would stop things before the rate the the play-in games pick back up but i think if the play-in games start up, there's going to be a lot more pressure to keep it going. But I yeah, still once, think once it's, it, it's going to be tentative until the game. Once start. it starts, yeah. Once it starts, it'll be you know. I think it would require. It, it, I think it would require a major outbreak at that point yeah. to, uh, to to cut things off. So, um, I guess. Or did you have any other urgent on the ice news that you saw anywhere? No, I, I I think that that covered it pretty pretty thoroughly. We, you know, there's still not really any new you know news coming out. I mean, the the signings are all kind of done at this point. Uh, the practices are going to be starting, but you know, we're still weeks away from the game action. So, oh, you know, I guess there's one. The other thing we should note is because we did bring it up last week uh we still haven't heard anything from the Wurtzes. i mean we mm-hmm. we we got reaction from the players and and uh kane at least uh spoke on mcdonough uh but we've still not heard from bowman or the, the Wurtzes really on the mcdonough situation um the it, it does seem like they are absolutely going to wait until after the playoffs finish and not just yeah, after the, not till after the yeah. Blackhawks finish, but after the whole league finishes, it, it's going to be an off season decision on the, the presidency. Well, I will note that for whatever it's worth, um, Bowman did 
lavish a lot of praise on Peter Wirtz. So, I mean, I don't know if that's that yeah. he might retain the job or just putting in the good word, but there was a fair amount of Peter Wirtz praise in the right. article and the athletic that I read about it. I, I still think that if Peter Wirtz was going to be the full-time guy that they would have just gone ahead and done that. Uh, I think the fact that they have kept the interim tag on him, I, I do think that they are going to look to bring in somebody new come the yeah. offseason. But. And they did mention several times that there's going to be a process in the offseason to search. So right. I, I probably agree with you. Yeah, I, I definitely think Peter Wirtz will remain involved. I mean, he was the vice president prior to this. Yeah. So uh, my guess is he probably remains in that sort of role, whether or not he actually goes back to that title. Um, uh, it, it does seem like the the momentum is that he's going to be more of a, a voice and a factor in things. Maybe he's just a... Uh, a go between between Rocky and whoever the new pr- uh, president is, but uh, you know, I, I don't think uh, we're, we're, uh, I don't think Peter's going to get replaced. It's just they're 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 going to replace McDonough. Yes, there'll be another layer in between. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So uh, the other big thing that happened this week, I don't know if you saw it, but uh, everyone could. It's on YouTube, but. They did have a little 2010 Stanley Cup reunion show hosted by Eddie Olchek. And I, I did not see it, so I'll let you kind of cover this part of it. Well, you know, there weren't that many new revelations on it. Um, Bufflin was there. I was oh, surprised that was good. That. That's good. Yeah, that, that's nice. Apparently, he's still in Winnipeg, so... He's still under contract with them, so... Yeah, they have not released him, but obviously he does not have much to do with them. Um, And other than that, there really wasn't that much uh, new revelations. There's a lot of the same same old situation, but it's always fun to see them reunite and talk about, you know... It was the 10-year anniversary, so you figured that there was going to be something going around on it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they did it and it, you know, with the, the, the shutdown, but also with training camp opening back up sort of thing. Uh, it was good timing for it. Um, I just, I, I, I didn't, I don't have TV, so I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see any of it. So, Yeah, I'm trying to think what other uh, details I can offer. Um they Jordan, your pal Jordan Henry made an appearance. He appears like he works in some kind of office building, <laughs> at least office in his house. So, and um, Brian Beckel was in it. He looked good. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah, but it was not as exciting as you were. I don't know if I was expecting like something more, but it is entertaining and it. It's on YouTube now. Yeah, and that's... Yeah. I know all our listeners are very interested in the 2010 team. Otherwise, why would you listen to this? So, right. But yeah. yeah. It, 
It's been fun rewatching some of the old games from 2010, 2013, 2015, uh, I, um, you know, beyond the ones that we've covered on this podcast, I have gone back and watched a few games beyond those here and there and, uh, watched some of the playoff highlight videos and that sort of thing. And even in some of the years that were, uh, they didn't win the cup. Uh,